Hello and welcome to another episode of Cowboys Takeover. We are running this week with our special segment, Rivalry Roundup. We got Dr. Borja back in the back in studio here uh, where we're going to be talking G-Men. And before I, so before I bring Dr. B in, I got to bring in our tribal chief, our wise counsel, Jason Kent. How you doing today, Aaron? I'm doing good, man. Bump. Pump for another episode of Rivalry Roundup. Uh, second to go around with Dr. B. So glad that he uh, agreed to come back. We're so thankful and grateful. And uh, talking all things G-Men. Yes. Yeah. And, and like we said, it's good to get that that rivalry perspective. It's always it's always a good thing. Um, yeah. I want to hear what his thought takes on the draft. I thought I thought they had a pretty good draft, but now we get to hear from kind of inside what, what their thoughts were and, and a little deeper into their schedule and a little bit of Saquon. So it's it's definitely um, the time of year where football's starting to heat up. Big time. So without further ado, let's bring in Dr. B. How you doing today, Dr. B? Doing fantastic, man. Thanks for having me here. So happy to have you on, Dr. B. Uh very knowledgeable on, on all things football, but not just football and G-Men. But we talked about this last time. Big WWE fan, met some superstars at WrestleMania in Los Angeles. But uh, before we dive into some football material, I want to get your take on the Bloodline. Uh, bloodline Civil War, the the Uso Uso brothers coming against Solos. Well, Solos trying to be you know kind of the middle guy, the middleman. Got the tribal chief with power struggle, and you still got Weiss Council holding on to the belts. That's uh, right. Uh, did... Somehow he's still carrying two belts. I don't know why. <laughs> they made him a belt, and he's still carrying two belts. So it's all good. I love the storyline. I think it's like the, the proof is in the numbers, right? The ratings, I think it's almost 3 million people uh, watch SmackDown on Friday. I think every time they post something on YouTube, on social media, it's in the millions. I think besides uh, LA Knight, yeah besides him i think the bloodline is a it's a great storyline i i read rumors that they might might end it at SummerSlam. i hope it doesn't i know it could kind of stretch to wrestlemania if they're very creative and bring in rakishi bring in the rock but i think um, it's a great storyline and i'm looking forward to jay versus roman again at uh at SummerSlam. man i think i kind of think it's time it's, what's it been like two year two year story now <laughs> Three like, years storyline since twenty twenty. This might be this might be one of the best one I like I can remember in the longest time. Like, and it's not like it got stale. It's it's been very good. Like it really helped Sammy. Um, I just want to see Roman lose the titles at this point. Like I get it. Like he, I I talked to my buddy. He's a big wrestling fan, and I asked him. I'm like, where does Roman really rank at this point? And and all time because he's got to be in that conversation. And he's like that, you know, hundred percent dudes in the conversation um i still want to see him drop him to cody though that's who i'd rather see him drop him to me too me too me too i'm a big cody fan and i hope he i think he'll retain it uh, at SummerSlam. he'll retain it all the way to wrestlemania 40 and i think cody will get his moment finally at wrestlemania 40 i think he wins a rumble or wins a chamber somehow i think cody's the guy he has to be the guy yeah i agree I, I thought it was kind of not to get too much off tangent, but I thought it was kind of interesting with uh, the winner of Money in the Bank men's Damien. Oh, Damien Priest. Yeah. Priest. Let's do it. <laughs> yes. Yes. 
he comes out on top and then he's like going for Seth Rollins's belt. You know, so I thought I thought that was a, a little bit interesting. Yeah, I like the tease, the tease of the breakup of the judgment day and the jealousy. I, I could see that. He, he deserved it. I thought late night was gonna take it, but you know WWE. They, they never go with fans who they want, though. They'll go yeah. with whoever they want. But he deserved it. Damien Priest put in the time, you know, obviously helped with but Bad Bunny back in WrestleMania 37, put him over recently at Backlash or PR. He, he deserved it. hundred percent deserved it. Yeah, so so a lot a lot to look forward to this year, uh for sure, for sure. So awesome. Let's let's dive in here. NFL draft. Uh, we're probably what, almost 60 days removed, if not more. Yeah. Uh, what would you grade the G men's draft and who are you most looking forward to out of those draft picks? I, it was a very good draft from what I when I did my research on and, and obviously, you know, watching some of the draft live. I don't want to say A plus. I think it's a stretch. You know, definitely like a B plus. You, you never know with some of these guys. And my favorite draft was uh of course, uh, I did um, Deontay Banks, right? The third best corner on the board, 4.35 seconds on a four-yard dash. One of the best run blockers at the University of Minnesota. I also love Jalen uh, Hyatt from Tennessee. He was an explosive wide receiver, and I think he'll be a great down to stretch the field for Danny Dimes. Uh, I think so. And also, the offensive lineman, Michael Schmitz, I think I was talking about him last time when I was here, number, round two. He allowed one sack and over a thousand career blocks. That's that's insane. And uh, and I uh, the steal might be uh, Eric Gray from Oklahoma. Nice, nice balance for Barkley. I'm not saying he's gonna take over the job, but nice change of pace back. I think um I think I like the Giants. I, I like what they did in this draft. They addressed all of uh, not all, but some of their gaps. Here, Amtrak. Oh, good. You know, with when I was looking it over, I mean, a, a CB round one. Yeah, well, well rated. Uh, balanced uh, CB and Deontay. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. And especially, you're addressing a need, right? That's that's really round one. You're addressing a need. Now, 100%. I've I've looked at some tapes on. I've just come across like a lot of footage on Jalen Hurts. He seems to be like that diva of the group that is wants to prove himself. And you know, from what I see, uh, from a character standpoint, work ethic standpoint, this guy is is going to give it his all. Um, I think so. So yeah, I mean that's that's a, definitely an exciting pick for you guys, and you you guys have been thin at at wide receiver, haven't really had that that number one, maybe even since Beckham. Yeah, agreed. Since a healthy Beckham in his early days, right? I agree. We've been trying to scramble with like uh, all these Galladay and all these folks, you know, and Shepard hasn't been able to stay healthy and all these guys, right? And Robinson was showed a little flash and Tony showed a little flash. But yeah, I agree. We haven't had a guy since Beckham. We're talking what almost damn 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, that's a long time. And you know, even as a Cowboys fan, Beckham was always a thorn in our side, always had would have really good games against us. But like going into the game, it's just like you're not really all that intimidated by his physique, but he just go it's almost like a Steve Smith type of thing right you're like i you know what are we going to do like there's only so much you can do with someone with this much athleticism uh what, what do you think of the grades uh he's given here jason and i think i think the giants did did very well um i really like that that high a pick he he i thought to me could be a steal of the draft um i, th- I thought he had a, a pretty high second round grade um he was somebody i thought dallas could have targeted in the second round 
Um, but I, so I think that to me, I think that's a pretty big steal. Um, I did like Deontay Banks. I think so. That's you know, if those two guys come into form, um, it should really help that team, a team that last year kind of, I think everybody thinks they overachieved. Um, and, you know, he doesn't, Danny doesn't have really many weapons. Um, so when you got him, uh, the tight end from Oakland last year, Waller, uh, and if Hyatt can be that big explosive play guy he was in um, Tennessee, it might be a very big grab in the third round. It could be a great pick. Um, it, might, it could be this, to me, I think that's probably the steal of the draft. Because I really liked his, that kid. I thought that's the guy we thought Dallas wanted to take in the second round. I agree, hundred percent. And if Waller like lives up to the hype, it'll be a like, it'll be a steal. He could stretch the field, and then uh, this guy uh, Waller could be a security blanket, kind of how uh, like, like a Jason Wynn, how or, or like uh, I forgot the tight end. I had him in my in my fantasy, the tight end for the Cowboys. Your guy, <laughs> what's his name? My Wynn, the guy after him, Schultz. 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 Yeah, he won me the Super Bowl two years ago. <laughs> he like a Schultz. Nice, nice. Um, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, no, I, I mean, I think, you know, th- that those are pretty fair grades, a lot of, you know, really good prospects that you guys picked up and, you know, we'll have to see how it shakes out. I think Jason and I have discussed, we've discussed like the easiest transition from, to the NFL, from, from the, uh, college. And one of the points I made around CBs is that, in in college these cbs maybe come across one if they're lucky two nfl quality receivers so you know the the competition that banks what he's going to be asked to do it could be a tall order you know especially when you got you got Devonte smith you got aj brown you got cd lamb you got mclaren you know you got a lot of you know vets and talent in our division but uh, you know, hey, at the end of the day, maybe that just means he he grows at a quicker rate um, than anyone else. Yeah, hopefully, though, I agree with you. The talent, yeah, I agree. Maybe one or two uh, NFL type folks, but at the NFL, you're getting all these. Everyone is an all star, right? So it's a make or break right. Right, for, this, for these guys, right? So one thing I did wanted to pivot a little bit was uh, we had Jared Davis, who was real, really good, especially in the postseason. Obviously, he's out due to a knee injury, so. Uh, we got to rely on uh, Michael McFadden and Darren Beavers. But I think they might look from the outside. I think they're going to look at folks that have been cut or look at the training camps. A couple of names that I saw that maybe Giants could sign is Deion Jones from Atlanta, Miles Jack, who is a, a, a pro bowler from Jacksonville, Jalen Smith, who gets cut, comes back. And then Kyle Van Knott from New England could be a linebacker possibility. So I know that's another weak spot for the Giants, but I think they're going to look at you know, the folks that have been cut, the folks that don't make the 53 man roster. And then I think mm-hmm. address that for sure. I can't believe there's still so guys- many of those names out there. Just some of the names <laughs> you ran off. You're like, why are these guys still yeah. free agents? It's been- Miles Jack and Deion Jones too. I feel like those are yeah. um, some pretty high level, level names. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. hundred percent. Who knows? Yeah. Really good point. Really good point there. They're, they're not done um, with building their roster. All right, Dr. Yeah. B. So uh, good stuff there on the draft. Let's transition to the the meat and potatoes of today's podcast discussion. We want to see if the Giants are, you know, how they're going to compete uh, throughout the season. And game one, September 10th, 
Sunday night football against hosting the Dallas Cowboys. I'll be at that game. Uh, how do you how do you see that game shaking out week one? All depends on the, the other topic. The the uh, what is it? The the dessert? The, the Barclay? <laughs> if we sign him, right? Or if he starts? If he starts, we got a shot. If he doesn't start, then we might rely on that guy kid from Oklahoma I just mentioned as well. So it all depends about that, right? So. Um, I know that uh, he's seeking, according to Mike Florio, and I know he's called him a liar, a lot of back and forth. You know how it is in the media, right? So as I, as I compete with this lady back behind me. So Barkley's seeking $16 million, according to Mike Florio. I think the Giants had offered, I think, $13 million, according to Florio. But Barkley's saying he's a liar, this and that. So the deadline is Monday the 17th. After the 17th, the only thing he could do is play on the franchise tag or tender or just hold out. So... I don't know. I think I think they're gonna strike a deal. I'd be I'd be very surprised if um if it drags past past Monday. But I but to answer your question, which goes all the way back, if he plays, we have a shot. If he doesn't play, then I don't I don't know. We may not have a shot. <laughs> all right. Well, it doesn't help us unless we get a, a W or an L prediction. What do you What are <laughs> you wants calling? It. He wants it. He wants it. Uh, guns in the head. I say Giants win. 2724. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> all right. All right. So, hey, you know, they haven't, I don't think they've been in the Cowboys since 2017 or maybe even 2016. It's a tall order, but if I can say one thing, you know, the Cowboys have been coming off flat week one uh, the past couple seasons. And I've also been at games at the MetLife, even though they, they do get a good turnout. Um, from a fan's perspective, it does still get pretty loud and and pretty competitive for uh, for the team on those third down situations. Uh, but all right, so you got you got them starting off strong with a big statement, big yep. win. They got Waller, they got Hyatt, they got you know Banks, you know, you know they got all these guys. So I think, uh, and I hopefully Barkley as well. So Danny Dimes, he has to live up to the contract now. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Hey, week one, you got you got new play designs coming out. Uh, very hard to prepare for, especially with new key guys like you mentioned. Uh, so we'll we'll have to see how that shakes out. It's going to be a, a fun night for sure. So week two, uh, you guys will be going to Arizona. How do you see you know with the struggling Arizona? Uh, how do you see that shaking out? W another W. <laughs> I'm very I'm the most optimistic Giant fan ever. <laughs> <laughs> they cut. They cut Kyler Murray, right? Or they go in and cut him, right? I believe he's he's been cut, right? Already, right? Am no. I right or no? Or maybe I, no. Oh, I, I thought he watched anything oh, like that. I saw rumors. I saw. I thought I saw that. All right. So I don't. I don't know. But I know he he struggled badly last year, right? Big yes, he sophomore did. dump. Big sophomore slump from the year before. A lot of turmoil in Arizona. They're they're in rebuild mode at this point. I, I could see the Giants going in there and and smacking them. Yeah, that's right. And and Murray's not due back from injury till I think late October. Yeah. And yeah, there, there is speculation that they, but you know, it's the, it, he's like going into year two of the contract, a lot of dead cap hit big yep. depth, dead yep. cap hit if they just get rid of them. And I don't even yep. think he's, he's tradable at this point. So we'll have to see, you know, that's going to be another, another black guy for those running quarterbacks looking for those long-term deals. Yep. Yep. Exactly. I agree. I agree. Uh, all right, so next, arguably a number one team in the conference. Week number three, you guys are going to San Francisco. Ooh, how do you, how do you say that's shaking out? That's tough, man. I, I'm probably going to 
I would like to say I'm win. I'm probably going to take an L there. <laughs> they, they're okay. too good, San Francisco. <laughs> they got McCaffrey, and they have, they have great defense. They should definitely know. have I that think, quarterback figured out by that point, too. I, I hope so. Yeah, I know. I hope so. They have, they have what, uh, Brock, right? Yeah. You got Brock, Trey Lance. Will he be, is he, will he be back by then? I, I have the research. I think they said he will be, but it's all dependent on if he's even on a team at that point. I know they have a lot That's of rumors of trading him, so. Right, exactly. So, but I, I think uh, I think the 49ers will pull it off. I mean, I want to see the Giants, but I'm gonna, I, I got to be realistic too at the same time. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, now, well, I mean, historically, Giants has kind of had the the Niners number, um, especially in those those Manning days, and they yeah, they, yeah, in the playoff they, game, especially. Yeah, they've they yeah, put yeah. them to sleep. So. Uh, Hopefully an oldie but a goodie for the Giants and, and that turnout, but you have them as an L. Uh, then know. October 2nd, you guys are hosting the Seahawks. Gino, Gino Smith. Gino Smith. He did pretty well against us last time, man. So <laughs> um, I know they drafted somebody. They had a, they had a good draft to Seattle. Uh, I'm gonna yeah. say I'm gonna say W that, there. All right. Now, uh, Jason and I have talked about this with other predictions. We always estimate a trap game, right? One, yeah. That one game a year. So you yeah, let me yeah. know. You let me know when you see that trap game coming, where you're like, "Man, we should be, we should smoke this team." But this is probably yeah. the one that gets away from us. Sure, uh, sure, sure, sure. So it's keep... not that one though. <laughs> so, okay. I'm, I'm just going to take a shot at the Giants here because that's what we do on this podcast. Is there ever a game where the Giants actually think we're supposed to smoke them here? <laughs> Zing. Okay, I digress. No, no, no. What? Who they play the week after the Saint, uh, Seahawks? Sorry. Yep. So then they go to Miami October eighth to to see Tyreek Hill. And who they play the week after? So I don't have it in front of me. Uh, then then the Bills and Commanders. But before we get there, yeah, let, I let, think. I think I think the uh, that that's the trap game, and I'll tell you why. I'm a big fan of Waddle. I'm a big fan of Tyreek Hill. I'm a big fan of. Uh, I, I like the guy. I, I, um, who's their quarterback? Miami. Tua. I love Tua. Tua. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm a sucker for Tua. So I think uh, I think they're gonna win, man. I think that, that's the trap game the Giants lose because of the reasons I just mentioned. Okay. Now, also, I mean, trap games generally, you're that those are like also the games like your favorite to win. So, you know, you you think the Giants are going to be favored on paper for that game? Come, it depends. It depends how, how Vegas has them after you know the first couple of weeks. If they're three or one, it's my prediction, then, then yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. yeah, it all depends. That's true. All right. Yeah. So then let's see here. I then got they have the bills, right? Yes, mm-hmm. the Bills, October fifteenth in Buffalo, in Orchard Park. Oh, that's a tough one. That's against Allen. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's an L. That, that's an L right there. I think I, I'd be surprised if the Giants pull it off. They were they were supposed to win a Super Bowl, or at least make it to the Super Bowl. You know, Super Bowl predicted uh, Bills last year. Yeah, that's right. This uh, came short again. So after the Bills. You guys are coming across uh, B enemy and his new offense for the first time of the season, October 22nd. 
How do you see that breaking out? You guys are hosting the the Commanders for the first matchup, second division game. How do you see that going? They're they're a very feisty team, but the Giants own them the last couple of years. I'm going to say that the Giants win. I love uh, who's their who's their top receiver? McLaren. Yeah, Terry, Terry, scary Terry. I like I love scary Terry. He's very, <laughs> he is good. He's very scary. He's scary. He's very scary. But uh, yeah. But I I think even despite scary Terry, I think um, I think the Giants take the get get that they have the one. I could I could see that the Commanders have Sam Howell coming in for his first true season. Right. Yep. You know the. Everyone's most excited to see what, how the enemy's gonna gonna yep. you know structure their offense and their playbook and how creative he's gonna be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see how how things shake out. I think we'll definitely know by that by that game, which is October twenty second, who the commanders are. Exactly. See, I think if, if I had to pick a track game for the Giants, and I know you're not gonna ever really look past a division opponent, but I don't think Washington's good. I think that's the trap game. Because I think next week, the week after they get, I was about to say Favre in in New York, but it's Rodgers in New York. It's Rodgers, that's right. (laughs) I think that to me, I think that's a game I would watch out for if I were the Giants. That's a good point. That's a good point. So that's the week after Aaron Rodgers? Yes. Giants win. (laughs) 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 No reason. I just my reason is uh I think the Giants the Giants will take it. You you think it'll be a I think what's gonna happen with Aaron Rodgers, I think he'll uh he'll lose the first week or two. The media will be in a frenzy, uh and then like the end of the world, and then he'll be fine as the season progresses. You know, that's what I think is exactly, exactly what's gonna happen. Always happens with him in Green Bay, right? Mm-hmm. Remember like he lose week one, ESPN like is all over the story, this and that. Um it's the end of the world, and then once they do better than Packers, then and obviously, Aaron Rodgers does what Aaron Rodgers does. So, that's, do you same thing that happens? Yes or no? Will Aaron Rodgers say to the media, "R E L A X"? Yes, I, I could bet. Yes, he's going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. We'll see if that if that comes to pass. And uh, so, before I, I I pass it over to Jason here because uh, we're we're kind of splitting the the schedule talk with you. The Giants uh, then go to Las Vegas November 5th. Which I was considering going. They, have, <laughs> they have Jimmy G. It looks like a great stadium. It does. Yeah, I've been there before for SummerSlam and back in 21. I, it's, um, I think the Giants will win. I think the, the Raiders are in rebuild mode. We got Waller. They have um, – who's their running back? The big guy. What's his name? Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. No, wasn't yeah, he yeah. a – is he still? I thought he was a free, left a free agency. He got tagged. Oh, did he? Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, they have Jacobs, but they don't have a lot of the other weapons. I know they have uh, my guy, Devontae Adams, but uh, mm-hmm. but but I but I but I still think uh, the Giants will pull it off. Okay, so I was, so, I, was ho- I, I thought Devontae Adams was going to like force his way to the Jets, but that didn't happen with Aaron Rodgers there. So. <laughs> that would have been amazing. I thought he was. I, know. I thought he was forcing his way out too after they got rid of uh, Carr. I Me thought there's no Me way. Too. So halfway Me through too. the season, you have him at six and three. That's yep. that's. I'm thinking that's pretty good. So that's then, good. Af- so after they travel out to Vegas, now uh-huh. it's game two. This time at Dallas. 
who's winning who's winning game two in that against these two? I think Dallas. I think Dallas. I think he gets to take the one in uh in home. Okay. And then and then we have we go with man, it's a nice little road stretch here. Game week eleven, we got at the commanders. Who we who we've beat? <laughs> the Giants. I, I'm I would think that as well. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And then to that? round to round out before the bye week. Man, that's a mm-hmm. great bye week. Week week thirteen, it, it gets you some rest yeah. at the end of that season at home against the New England Patriots. Oh man, against Mac Jones and and their and and Bill Belichick. That's I think it's uh, a good one. I'm going to say conservatively, they'll take they'll, they'll, they'll lose the Giants. Now. Oh man, I wrote you down in eight and four. I, I <laughs> okay, so we have seven and five. So seven and five going to the bye week, week yeah. thirteen. Yeah, coming yeah. out the it's next, it's. I think bad. that's in a playoff hunt. That know? puts you in position, yeah. And then because yeah. now you get to come out. Monday night, so you get that extra day. Monday yeah. night against Green Bay, who, like we just spoke about earlier, is is Aaron yeah. Rodgers' list, is Devontae yeah. Adams' list. That's so we don't. Okay, so now we have Jordan um, Love. I don't believe in Jordan Love. <laughs> not you don't believe in love. <laughs> no, I don't believe Something. in love. <laughs> <laughs> and you shed a tear. <laughs> so so then we get the new Derek Carr, New Orleans Saints. This one's at New Orleans, a one o'clock game. Where these games are starting to get a little tough, man. End of the season, a little bit of fatigue. You're not sure. I know. In the Superdome, it's always a tough place to play. They have a. They still have Kamara. They still have Hayden, Casey Hill, right? Hill, the yeah. the gadget quarterback. Um, I think the Giants will pull it off. I think they'll pull it off. And so, to me, looking at the schedule, this could be another one of those because it could be a trap. Could be a trap game. Week sixteen, Christmas Day, mm-hmm. against against your division rival. Mm-hmm. The team that just made the Super Bowl in Philadelphia. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that New Orleans game, I think, could be – I'm switching it. I'm taking off of Washington. That's the game the Giants need to look <laughs> out for. Right. Okay, so 9-5 and five going in, and we haven't seen Eagles. This is the first time we're seeing Eagles this season. So we know right. we got to play them again. Week week 16, Christmas Day at they Philadelphia. They play them twice back-to-back? Or, or no, so, it's, so how it's going to finish up, we have Philadelphia, Los Angeles, Philadelphia. I think the Giants will, and which uh, which game is in MetLife? The week sixteen or week eighteen? Week eighteen. I think they'll lose the week sixteen game, the Giants, but they'll win the week eighteen game. Okay, and then against against at you know it's in in New York against the against the Rams. That's they'll what you're the, the they're, they're, they're Yeah, they're in rebuild mode again. They they uh they bet the house. They made a deal with the devil. They won their Super Bowl, and <laughs> they're they're going to be in rebuild mode for a while. Okay. Eleven and six, yeah. Eleven and six. You you got them. I'm optimistic. That's that is a little bit of optimism. I'll give it to you. Um, I think there's a couple in there. I I think that's not. I I don't even. That to me, that's not even a homer play because I I I do think splitting splitting Dallas. I I I was honest. Yeah, I was honest with Dallas. I I could see split Philadelphia. Philadelphia. I really could see them sweeping Washington. Yeah, they could be watched. Yeah. You know, I, I think Miami's a loss, but I also think New England's a win. You had that flipped. I don't really see many yeah. other games in there that are really eleven and six could be a, a realistic man. Yeah. When you look at we went through the the at Dallas and Eagles, I had them much higher than Aaron had them. I think I had them at like fourteen and three and fifteen and two. Um, Eagles winning the division. I think Aaron had them both around was it twelve and twelve or something like that. Aaron, so. Mm-hmm. I think that eleven and six puts you 
in the, I think that's definitely. a playoff game. That's definitely playoff. you're in the playoffs, Absolutely. at least with the, with the extra team. So yeah. it's a great season yeah. for them. And especially, you know, we'll get more into a next topic, man. If Saquon's there and, and, and yeah. Hyatt's what they think. And uh, you got another year. Who's that defensive end they got last year from Oregon? If get him another year in, that's right. That's right. that team could be really good. Yeah, I think they're, they're building uh, for, you know, what is it, sustained, sustaining success. Not just a one-year wonder, right? So yeah. 100%. That's right. Now, when I look at where you put us, 11 and 6, 3 and 3 in the division, uh, I'm assuming you're saying wild card, right? Wild card. For, yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. not saying division. No, so I, just, I agree with you. Eagles are one of the divisions to me. Wow. So okay. So you got Eagles winning division. <laughs> you have, you have. So you have for the first time in what over a decade, a repeat winner in the NFC East. That it's going to be the Eagles. Now, you're. I I understand. Week eighteen, you have you have you guys beating the Eagles. Now, if Eagles need to secure that win to secure number one seed. Do you think you guys still win that game? I still do. We almost beat the Eagles the last time when uh, when when uh, later in the season with nobody basically ever us resting almost everybody. And I could imagine if we would have played 100% full throttle, we probably would have had a shot at that game. So I think no, I I, uh, I my decision stands <laughs> with with uh, picking them to win week 18 for sure. Okay. All right. Yeah. And and then looking at the rest of your, you know, the rest of your picks here you know, I'm trying to think. You know, where, like what? And as you look back at the season, and it's December, you're 11 to six, which is a great record. But yeah. you know, what? Which wins are you kind of hanging your hat on to have confidence going into the playoffs? Right? You you beat Dallas once, and yeah. you beat and you beat Eagles the once. Okay, twice and the Commanders sweep for sure. And okay, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, you do, you do, yeah, yeah. And then uh, the couple of early ones, I think that that you get, that we that I picked, I think that we have to we need to start hot. We can't we can't be like one in five, one in six, and then need to run the table. No, no, we gotta we gotta start winning early. And, and mm-hmm. we have a good team, we have a good coach, we have a good GM. We can't fall behind early. You know, not like the like not like my Mets teams. That's a whole separate conversation. <laughs> Why? <laughs> can't watch. I can't watch the Giants San Fran game because I refuse to watch any game on Amazon Prime. But uh, <laughs> I will go and say, if the Giants somehow beat Dallas Week One, I think Giants. I, I to me that means Giants are a very good team, and I could see them being better than a, a eleven and six too. Like I think they have a shot. If they beat Dallas, they have a shot against San Fran. And they have a shot against Miami and Buffalo, so I I do think if they start if they do come out hot that like you're saying I, I think they're in for a very good season. I think game, week one will tell a lot about who the Giants are going to be. Yeah, absolutely, and of course you know let's knock on wood. No wood not hear me, but hopefully <laughs> the training camp a successful training camp and not too many injuries, right? Because that's always a always a, always a big blow, right? So yeah, hopefully we have a good camp. That's right. So let's yeah, let's go ahead and and dive into it. A big portion of your offense is Saquon. And yes. he he wants his fair share and there's been a lot of, you know, back and forth and Saquon is you know been uh, outspoken that he's trying to be made the bad guy. 
but he has a really strong case in that he just wants to be paid for what he's being asked to do. And he's making uh, Danny Dimes job easier. Uh, how do you think this negotiations shakes out at the end of the day? Yeah, I, I think I had mentioned this earlier. I do think that the deadline is Monday. Anything past Monday, I have to wait till uh, after the season. Um, I think they, they have to strike a deal. Uh, he knows he has to get paid. It's weird, right? Because we're running back. It's a very short shelf life. So he wants to get paid now. If you wait a year or two, he knows that, you know, all the time is against him. So if he wants to get paid now, I agree with you 100%. He, he does get asked, asked to do a lot. He's not just a screen guy or, or a, what is it, North and South guy. He's a, he's a great blocker. He's part of the offense. So I think they, they, they strike a deal. I'm very optimistic they strike a deal from now to, to the deadline, which is Monday the 17th. Do you see a two-year or three-year deal? Ooh. What is it? I think it's like a three-year deal, maybe like one guaranteed with an option or some, something like that, like in baseball, like like something like that. Um, I see like a three-year deal, like maybe half of it guaranteed, half of it, uh, you know, pending performance and if he hits a milestone. That's what I think. So. Man, I can't see anything less than a four or five, honestly. Because I think yeah, McCaffrey, right? McCaffrey's the bar. I he, think with McCaffrey, he wants, yeah, just he wants McCaffrey. He wants the McCaffrey contract, but I do think I agree. I think the first two years will be guaranteed, and I think the rest will be like. Yeah, I think it'll be more of a four or five year with kind of yeah the everything up front, and the end of those are that um those throwaway years where if he cuts kind of like Zeke when well, Zeke gave a lot, but it was, you know, next year, I think Zeke would have been much less, but it'll be that type of deal where they won't be on hit for a lot of it. If, if that happens. Exactly. So well, if, they get it done. They get, they get it done. I agree. I think they will get something done. I think Saquon has the leverage. So I think he, he comes out on top when it's all said and done with the deal. If for some reason, unknown reason, that it doesn't get done because he has stated that he's willing to sit out, is there a free agent out there that you know of off the top of your head? I mean, we talked Kareem Hunt. Zeke Elliott is still out there. Uh, remind me, Jason, who I'm forgetting, but at least of those two. Are, are they'll sign net? one of those guys. Oh, yeah, Fournette. They'll, si they'll sign one of those three guys. I like Fournette. I always like the way Fournette he runs hard. He's a great blocker. He's uh he's he's great on the offensive screens. I could see him signing Fournette, a guy like that, if as a plan B, if uh, if they don't sign Saquon by uh, by Monday for sure. Off topic, I really thought when Leonard Fournette came out of college, I thought he was going to be what Derrick Henry turned into. Because I remember when Fournette came out. Me too. Like the, me too. The, I drafted him in fantasy, and he was a beast. I thought he was going to be like I agree, like the next Henry. He had the a best, sophomore slump. Then he got a, cut, and then Tom Brady's picked him up, and then all of a sudden the uh, came great again. Ring. Well, yeah, like, exactly. The only thing I could think of, like when he was coming in, when he's coming to the pros, like when you're you're looking at dudes, you're like, man, that he looks like he's a guy. He looks like he's going to be a guy. When you saw Leonard Fournette coming in the pros, you're like, that's a man, and, and he's he looks he's making men look like boys. Yeah, and he just yeah. he didn't like I thought he was going to be King Hen. I thought it would be 15, 1600 yards a season yeah, when Fournette came in. Uh, he still yeah. has he's got a lot of potential still. He doesn't have a lot of mileage on him, even though he's a little bit older. He hasn't been yeah. used as much anymore. Exactly. I could see I, I could see him I could see the Giants signing him, a guy like him as well. So, All right. 
I guess my last question for you: If Saquon doesn't sign, how how many, um, how how, how big to hit, does it? How big of a hit does that record take if Saquon doesn't sign and actually sits out? Yeah, it's definitely a big swing because think about it: the offense is built around him, and and like now you put all the pressure on Danny Dimes. You're gonna make him run more. You're gonna have him forced to throw the ball. That, that's gonna set up mistakes, set up interceptions. I definitely think. From eleven and six, it'll go down to like a what is it nine and seven or something like that. It'll it'll really be trust me, it's it's that bad. It's it's like a two three game swing for sure. Mm-hmm. Because because now you have to you, there's not it's an easier game plan. You just plan it on Daddy Dimes and <laughs> you blitz blitz and, and that's it, right? <laughs> <laughs> blitz them all day and then that's it, right? So as opposed to when you have Barkley, you have to like scheme right and like pick, pick your poisons. You could stack the box with eight guys in the box. You have to, you can blitz, you can zone. You can play man, you know, it's a different game plan for sure. Yeah, I agree with you 100% on that. So to to cap off and, and round off our, our chat here, Dr. B, we appreciate you being with us and making the time fitting us in your busy, busy schedule. Jason and I were having a debate uh, last episode. And so help us settle this. Between a center and a right tackle, Okay. You could have one of those as your A plus rated player, and the other one's a B plus. You know, both pretty good. Yeah. Which, where do you want your A plus, and where do you want your B plus between my center opinion, and my, right? Tackle. My personal opinion: the right tackle is the A plus, and the center could be the B because I think if because uh, the the guy that like the edge rushers are coming from the side, and you need someone good to kind of to kind of protect the quarterback and give him the extra second or two. To, to throw the ball. Uh, so that's that's my opinion. Center, I know he's directly up front. He's important as far as the snap. Obviously, he's the quarterback of the line a little bit, but I but I do think it's the right tackle. Just my opinion. Yeah. And and for those that don't know, Dr. B is like a 6'3 guy. He has this aerial <laughs> yeah. view that few <laughs> people have. Yeah. All right. He knows what he's talking about. That's right. <laughs> so you're saying that of the man that's five five doesn't get that perspective. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but, well, Aaron and I, we were looking up earlier. I was really shocked. There wasn't as many cent. I thought because I just thought center. I'm like I like you said. He's the quarterback of the line. I think he makes a lot of the adjustments. You know, your big time centers are making huge plays. Your Kelsey's, your Jeff Saturdays, Kevin Wise, those guys. There's just not as many centers in the Hall of Fame as I thought. I feel like like when you're looking at it, I'd want to know. I thought there'd be more centers than guards, and there's not. So it's yeah. I was I was kind of shocked. It seems like everybody else's opinion so far is much brighter than mine. Yeah. For, Hall of, <laughs> for the Hall of Fame. For the Hall. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of the Hall, Tom Coughlin's a finalist. I think he's one of the eight finalists for the Hall. Um, and I think he, that, that announcement comes out soon, I believe. But I, I hope he gets the Hall. It. He deserves it. He deserves it. He, just for the he, two giant Super Bowls, he deserves. Well, he he took that Jacksonville. He, how quick did he turn that Jacksonville yeah. franchise around? Yeah, did, he did. He did. yeah. He did. So yeah, he 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 deserves it. Yeah, I we, hope he gets in. If he gets in, Doctor B, are you going to Canton for that that oh, ceremony? It's like, what is it? The first weekend in August or something like that. Usually, yeah. I'm in Miami. I'm in Miami. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I won't be there. I wish I could. <laughs> <laughs> okay so I you're saying you're saying head. if your schedule permitted you would make the trip i would oh yeah 100 i would I'd have you guys ever been to can i've never been i heard I've great been, things about it I, we yeah. took when i was in so i must have been 19 or 20 right out of high school me and a uh, buddy we drove we drove out to can stayed a night it was pretty cool it was it was neat 
like it was cool so i think they were it, it bothered me because they were i think redoing some of the stuff um but i think it was the year it was the year Irvin went in so i got i bought a picture of his um and it's just cool to see everything it, it was neat to see all that history I, i'd like to go back because it's like i said it's been about 20 years now so mm-hmm. maybe make a trip <laughs> it is a good one yeah make a trip absolutely cool, cool, cool. So, awesome I'm, I'm, well, rooting, uh, I'm rooting for tom yeah hey you know i have i have no problems uh with that you know generally i would but you can't argue what he's what he's been able to do um no no, definitely not no uh so you know we'll see how we'll see how things shake out uh dr b i want to thank you so much uh for again fitting us in your your very busy schedule why don't you give our listeners a quick uh, commercial on if they want to find your content that you put and make available to business owners and investors, you know, where can they go to find some of your content? Absolutely. They could find me at a uh, Borja consulting group on Instagram. They could find me on LinkedIn and Dr. Hyro Borja. And if, and if they like what I post on wrestling and MMA choked out radio. So, so, so there you go. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for the time. And I'm glad to talk giants, glad to talk football. And it's, it's scary. It's good and bad, right? Cause it's, it's around a corner, but I still want to enjoy my, vacation so at some point so uh but thank you guys thank you for having me on uh once again definitely yeah i will probably try to um if we can fit you in uh that 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 opening week love to have you back on talk a little bit of game before uh before the big absolutely 100 100 yeah let's do it <laughs> <laughs> all right awesome and, and good luck in your fantasy football drafts if you guys uh, if you guys do that stuff so Yes, sir. Yes, sir. In fact, we have an upcoming episode and we're projecting first week of August. Uh, we'll have uh, Rob uh, Gearing, our former NFL executive films executive back on to talk okay. through. Cool. Yeah, cool. talk through uh, fantasy football and we'll talk through our strategies and some some picks and some Love sleep it. sleepers. So, Dr. B, thanks again. Uh, Jason, why don't you uh, finish this off? Let our listeners know how they can uh, stay in touch with us and help our help us continue to grow. No, yeah, definitely. Um, I think all three. I think Instagram, Twitter. I don't think I know Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Cowboys Takeover podcast. Uh, give us a follow. Give us a like. You can if you're listening. You know Spotify. Uh, listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Really appreciate you guys again. Like I said last week, we're like ten percent female audience. That's amazing. I wouldn't want to listen to myself as a dude. So I'm sure they don't I'm sure females don't want to listen to us either. But uh we really appreciate you guys. We love you. We really thank you. And uh we're looking forward to uh, next week. Let's go, Cowboys. Have a great weekend. <laughs>